potential volcano situation in Iceland? I have been. There was a report, I think it was over on the weekend, that there were almost 500 mini earthquakes. Some of them were reasonable shakers. And it is telling us that maybe something is happening. Well, joining us right now, and, and Reed's going to sit in on this one, uh, joining us right now is a postdoctoral research associate, earth sciences and statistical actuarial sciences. It's Cindy Morris Stock who joins us from Western University. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Brian. How are you? Wow, that's a handle. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us today. So are you watching what's going on there? It's crazy, huh? Yeah, yes. I actually landed uh, on uh, Monday from Iceland. Uh, and I, I, left, um, I left that country really sad because I, I really wanted to see the eruption. <laughs> yes. But I, of course, but I didn't want to, um, the people to lose their houses or uh, the, the city of uh, Grindavik to have more damage um, than it already has. So uh, hopefully things will resolve positively. <laughs> so, so, Cindy, how long were you there for? Um, I was there for about a uh, week and a half, 10 days or so. Or so. Um, and while at uh, Reykjavik, um, I, well, here's something I say, like, I didn't feel so many earthquakes, right. but I'm originally Chilean, so that's a very seismically active country. So yes. my uh, my background uh, is, uh, so my, my um, let's say my threshold for <laughs> for the seismicity might be a little bit biased. Is that why you got, uh, is that why I, you got into this, Cindy? Because uh, the Chilean, yes. uh, okay, I got you. Yeah, makes sense yes. to me. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. Yes, but definitely when I left uh, on Monday um, at the airport, since it's closer to Grindavik, the place uh, where the uh, potential eruption is going to occur, right. um, is uh, is much closer. So you can actually feel the the shakes. Uh, it it feels pretty much like a big truck like a big heavy heavy truck uh, passing by um so the 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 ground simmers a little bit and sounds um yeah okay I I, so i'm wondering my, my name's reed i'm I'm here with bryn so all right sorry reed in this in this this particular volcano do uh-huh. we know the last time it erupted to this extent and when it might go again? I, I don't know if that's the life cycle of the volcano or whatever you call it, but when, how often does it reach this point? All right. So we need to, um, we need to take into consideration that the whole uh, island of Iceland is a big volcano, basically. Iceland is located at the uh, Mid-Atlantic Ridge, where we have uh, two plates that are separated. And this separation brings new material from the mantle. This new material is actually the lava that erupts at these volcanoes. So the place where this potential new eruption might occur is uh, on a fissure that it's parallel. So it's right to uh, the west of uh, the place where we have the eruption in 2021-2022 that was quite close to the same city of Grindavik. I'm not going to even try to pronounce the name. (laughs) I can try, actually. Uh, Fagra Dalsfjall, I think it's pronounced. Definitely it's not pronounced like that. That that works for Uh, us. Yes, that's that's the eruption from 2021 uh, that lasted until I think it was May 2022. 
Um, and now the fissure or the, the dike that it's uh, intruding is right to the west to this sector. So it's, it's not one volcano, it's actually a whole area that it's active um, in, the, in the region. And so it had, in terms of um, recurrency, it actually it, it, doesn't, it doesn't occur like a clock. Okay. It, it has to do with, um, with how much magma is accumulating. Uh, if this magma finds a way to the surface um, in a certain amount of time that, that the magma can remain hot and somewhat fluid to ascend. Um, but at the moment, for example, what we have seen with the seismicity is that the, the magma intrusion might be calming itself down. So it might be, in this dike, it might be um, solidifying at the edges, uh, but not at the place where they believe the eruption might occur, if occurring, actually. That's a, that it's a high possibility, but it might also be that we just have this uh, seismic crisis, uh, this um, inflation of the ground and right. formation and, and, and all the damage, but nothing comes to the surface actually. Well, Cindy, so you're all up on this. Is there going to be is there going to be an eruption, do you think? And what will the impact be if there is one? Uh, sorry, what, what the impact will be you yeah. if, it, if it's an eruption? Well, we the impact we are already seeing it in the city of Kindavik. Um We don't need the magma for that. Okay. It's actually um, because the magma is pushing its way uh, to the surface, it it has actually breaked, uh, uh, broken the surface, uh, generating fissures of meters uh, long and um, a couple of uh, centimeters to a meter wide. Um, the city itself has been evacuated. Uh, I think a little bit less than 4,000 4, people uh, was evacuated on a Friday last week. And this week they, they are allowed to return to their homes for like five minutes to retrieve some emotional, um, um, emotional value um, uh, things that they might have. Um, and so the damage itself at the city, we already seen it. If we have an eruption, it will depend to where does the lava flow. Um, the exact location it's unknown, but it's possible that it is about 3.3 to 3.5 kilometers uh, to the north northeast of uh, the city. So depending on to to where that that lava flows, it might be away to, from the city or it might go towards the city. And there, uh, the lava might damage um, the infrastructure for sure, um, damage of course the buildings and it will burn, of course, uh, yeah. everything that is the flammable. Right. Um, How hot is the lava? So, oh, that's a very nice question. In this particular case, for this uh, type of volcanoes, um, the lava can, can come out to the surface at about between uh, 1,200 to 1,800 degrees Celsius. Wow. Oh, geez. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Th- a lot of European flights fly right over top of our city, and they fly right over top of Iceland. What about ash that goes up? Could that cause a problem? Yeah, that's a really good question, too. In this particular type of eruption, uh, it, it might not. Um, it might cause some sort of disruption because the, fla- the lava might flow towards the, um, the road that connects 
to the airport okay. uh, that is in Keflavik. So that's uh, also near Grindavik. Um, that might be an issue, but in comparison to, for example, what we what we saw in 2010 with the uh volcano that disrupted the air traffic in, in Europe for several days, uh, this will not be the case. Uh, the type of volcano and the type of eruption is different in this case. We don't have an ice cap okay. and we don't have uh, a lot of um, volatiles that can um, um, ensure a lot of ashes in, well, the, in the air. Well, Cindy, we're going to let you roll. And uh, I, I will tell you one thing, because I do have an app on my phone, that everything seems okay. a little more stable today. But there was a, there was a yes. 4.5 shaker in Chile today. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yes. earlier today. <laughs> Just bringing up to speed. Although you don't need to have me do that. You're on top of it. Hey, Cindy, thanks for your time today, and uh, we'll be watching very carefully, okay? Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Glad you're home safely. All right. There you go. Cindy Morris-Stock from Western University. That's what she does. She looks after earthquakes. She's curious. I'm glad she's back because it, it, it looked really serious there for a while, and it might still be serious, so we'll watch very carefully.